Welcome to Bachelor Banter. A wine-induced podcast discussing all things bachelor and bachelorette. I'm one of your hosts, Jade, an absolute bachelor addict. And I'm the other host, Dave, a bachelor virgin. (laughs) Pour yourself a glass of whatever you enjoy and enjoy the show. Cheers. Cheers. Well, Jade, here we are, and we have a special, extra special, actually, bonus episode today. And we've got some very special guests. So who are we going to be speaking to today? We're going to be speaking to the two women that, unfortunately, was there last night in the mansion last night. Kaniso, or is it Maniso? Yes, the second one was (laughs) more on the money. Fantastic. (laughs) And Melissa. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank Thank you so much. What should I say, ladies? (laughs) We'll just jump in right to the questions. So on night one, what did you do when you stepped out of the limo and met Mark for the first time? And why did you choose what you did? Uh, We'll start with, we'll start with you, Kanisa. Yes, there we go. Literally 10 stars for efforts. Like, thank you. It's all about the efforts more than anything. You know, (laughs) trying to say my name is better than not giving it an attempt. Um, Thank you. Yes, on my first night, um, oh my goodness, I was so nervous. Just thinking back to it, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I walked out with a pot plant and my pot plant was a delicious monster. And my reason for that is because, you know, love can be a delicious monster. It can be delicious at times and terribly monstrous at other times. And I basically completely agree. passed this um, plant onto Mark and I was like, you know, um, May you water this plant and let's watch it grow, hopefully. Um, did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did We did grow in a lot of ways. And um, I feel like he was watering it. <laughs> Good. I must say I did love your dress from night one. It was gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Melissa? What did you, what did you bring when you got out the limo? Yeah, so first of all, I just like to say that yeah, I I love that dress as well. It just it haunts my dreams. Like I, it's just it's so beautiful. Like I absolutely love that dress. Mm. <laughs> and um yeah, so what I did for Mark was just um made him a little little keychain. So I'm a jewelry designer and so I wanted to make him something that kind of represents that part of me, that creative side of me. And so I decided to go with like a little keychain because um yeah, I was just a bit too much admin to try and figure out what um bracelet size he would be and all those sorts of things. So I figured I'd just yeah. go with something that's a little bit on the safer side that also just kind of showcases my designing talent and is a part of me to give to him. Beautiful. That is awesome. And and can I ask as well, so, I mean, some of the dresses are just absolutely fantastic, not only on that opening night, but, you know, throughout all the cocktail parties. So were any of these dresses yours or did you have a stylist picking out outfits for you? Did you get much of a say in it? And, you know, if you were you always happy with the you know, the choice that was given to you? Probably about six questions in there, but <laughs> I'll come to you first, Melissa, about about yeah. the dresses and, you know, how much say you had in it. Yeah, so for my dresses, um, I really wanted something that really spoke to my design aesthetic and my personal style, which is just kind of like urban Afro chic, really. I'm, I love white sprint fabrics. I love African fabrics of African fashion. So I really wanted something that just kind of just showcased that and also just reminded me a lot of, like my loved ones and home. So I went with a lot of, yeah, a lot of white screen fabrics from Justin I Josephine. 
So they're um, a company in Randburg and Joburg who were so generous to mm -hmm. give um, us some dresses for the night for the show. So I had a lot of my dresses from there, from yeah, from that particular place, and it was all just yeah, a lot of African print and like African, you know, esque type stuff. And then I had two dresses. One was my matric dance dress, which came from my mom, and then another one was another one my mom made for me, which was um, the red dress that I wore on episode three, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you you get your creative side from your mom then? Yeah, a hundred percent. She's a, a fashion designer herself, and. It took me a while oh, wow. to kind of tap into that. And um, then I discovered that I actually got something from my mom after all. I'm very much like my dad in many ways, but it's good to know that I got some of her creativity too. Aww. So out of all the dresses, um, both of you, which one was your favorite that you each got to wear? Sure. Um, oh. I'll start and say it's so progressive that we were asked this question by a masculine person. It's yeah. six questions. Ooh, masculine. Ooh. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> stroked his ego. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, assume anybody's gender in this this okay. day and age. We're just gonna go from that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for me, I think I did something that was very important to myself in terms of um, my choices. Um, and what I mean by that is that I'm largely a tomboy. And you know, I love dressing up and looking pretty, but I also love bringing a little bit of a uh, a masculine edge to my outfits and mm -hmm. my favorite outfit was definitely um the one that I walked in on with the roses on it and also my suit I feel like I'm one of the few girls in bachelor history to wear a suit on one of the cocktail parties so I yeah. wore this black yeah. suit um without a shirt you know just a little bit of a cheeky remind Mark who I am <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah um and then I had my hair slicked back and a red lip and I really enjoyed that look because you know I felt extremely elegant and then my third favorite is definitely the red ball gown that I wore oh uh, yeah I was like I am a queen yes I <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and yeah I got to choose from a array of designs and array of dresses from um just Josephine as well and yeah I really enjoyed my picks I really loved it <laughs> awesome nice. what about you Melissa oh my goodness I really just cannot decide okay well in terms of comfort <laughs> I would go for the orange dress because that was just a really really great like comfortable look for me to 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 wear um I really loved wearing my metric dance dress for the nostalgia of it all Hmm. Um, but if I had to had to pick one, I think I would go with the double slit number that I had. I don't usually go for things that are that sexy, but I really, really loved how that dress just really like hugged my figure so nicely. And I just, I felt really, really, really sexy in it. So I, I loved it. It's one of my favorites. I think, I think it could be my ultimate favorite. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you both looked gorgeous in all your dresses, but yeah, the, the orange one looked incredible on you and funny. So I think that that first dress you walked in on was just spectacular too. Thank you. <laughs> so on to the next question. Um, did you guys do your own hair and makeup or did you have stylists come in for that as well? Um, yes, we pretty much did um, most of our own hair and makeup. We helped each other out quite a lot actually as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, pretty much... Um, yeah, I did most. I did my hair mostly myself, and then we had our lovely house mother. Like every so often, like you know, just helping me out with uh, with my hair too, um, and also just 
yeah, like makeup as well. I think we had a lot of help from each other, just like anybody. I'm, I'm not very good with makeup myself. Like I don't do eyeshadow, all that kind of stuff. I really struggle. So it was great to have the other girls like help us, um, sorry, help me out with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was the one thing if I was going to be joining you guys uh, when I thought I might have had the chance to do that. I was so nervous because I was like, oh, I don't have any of these beautiful dresses to wear and I can't do my own makeup and hair at all. Like I would just look terrible compared to you guys. <laughs> well, we did largely help each other. And it's it's actually, if you think about it, rather absurd that um, all of these women who are after the same men yeah. are... Yeah. Well, say man, excuse me, and you make it the singular that it is. <laughs> and we were helping each other with, you know, makeup, hair, and if, you know, a, a, a label or something was sticking out, we would tuck it in for someone. It was really actually a very precious time. Um, yeah, I would totally. ready. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was you, Kaniso, who you were helping one of the girls get ready on a one-on-one date. And I just thought, wow, you know, that it is so special that you're you're willing to do that when, you know, you guys are all after the same man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny because one would think it would be like, oh, I'm going to do your hair and sabotage you. <laughs> but yeah. we really wish the best for each other to look <laughs> That's lovely. beautiful. And, you know, we really had each other's back. There, were, there was no spinach on teeth. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lots of teeth checks lots of teeth checks yeah teeth checks <laughs> lost in the handbag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is awesome and I have to say you know I did say before we we started recording that I wasn't going to try any pronunciations but I guess we just heard that it's it's all about the effort so I am going to try and make an effort to say Daniso is that, oh, is that you separated the click from the rest of the name but I, I, I must try harder I, I, I will practice and practice so I'll carry on going I want to know from yourself you know out of all the dates the various dates that kind of Mark took the girls on is there any one in particular that you kind of looked at and you wanted to go on that one I mean, besides all of them. <laughs> a good answer. I'm looking to spend as much time with my man-to-be, right? Um, but I definitely would have loved to go to Namibia um, and I would have loved to go bungee jumping. Oh, my goodness. You guys probably yeah. tell that I was, and still am, obviously, a ball of energy. <laughs> that, for me, would have been perfect to just burn all my energy up for a good night's sleep and some adrenaline with Mark would have been fun. <laughs> I must say from last night's episode I was gutted that you didn't get to go on the um on the mountain biking date because of your root canal. I know it's not like I can give Mark a doctor's note and be like oh poor me I can't come along on this date. Yeah. Time is a real commodity. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. what about you Melissa which was the date that you wished you, you'd been on? Well, I would have loved to go on the pool date. I'm, I'm a bit of a little, little, I can be a bit of a big kid sometimes. Like I love to be a bit silly. <laughs> and I would have loved to go and splash around in the pool and go on all the slides and everything else. It looked like it was so much fun. And when the girls came back and talked about it, I was I was pretty jealous. I really wanted to go on that date. And I think I would have liked to give the car date a try. Um, it looked pretty pretty dangerous and pretty scary, but I think it would have been a lot of fun and just like a way to just get out of my comfort zone and just really, yeah, just drive some beautiful cars as well. Yeah, lots of adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> loads. <laughs> Shit. 
so what what did you guys do you know food wise in in the mansion did you all take turns to cook uh, or you know was it one girl in particular that cooked most or you know did did you all get catered food or yeah so we had amazing um food prepared for us for lunch and dinner um oh lovely we were very lucky for um because of course you know um we're busy all day long talking about Mark, so how could we look yeah. at the cook? Breakfast was um, our own kind of thing that we'd hook up together. We were like, okay, this team is going to yeah. have this for breakfast. And also, I'm going to reveal that I really am quite a nature person. And I oh, noticed yeah. <laughs> the bushes outside that had berries or the avocado tree and etc. And I would make smoothies for the girls in the morning. Just a healthy smoothie. Oh, lovely. Yeah. She'd been foraging for those those fruits. She went to great lengths to get us some really great smoothies in the morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and Pai also did quite a bit of cooking as well. Like, I remember she cooked quite a few mornings for a lot of the girls in the house too. Yeah, She was like our mm. mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was very sweet. Very nice. That is awesome. Now, when the cameras weren't there... I mean, what did you do to keep yourselves entertained? I mean, we saw that Andaline liked kind of reading and drawing, you know, but but what about you guys? So, Melissa, coming to you first. Yeah, so off camera, we'd pretty much be, well, just off camera and now downtime, we'd pretty much be just, yeah, like either reading or doing crossword puzzles, like myself, Jillian, Pasha, well, quite a few of us that used to like doing um, all kinds of crossword puzzles. Uh, we mm-hmm. also lounge around the pool quite a bit. I remember, I think it was Silka, Jess, and Bridget who spent pretty much like all their time in the pool. <laughs> yeah, so we, we do stuff like that. And then, of course, just chat about our bachelor. Yeah. Sure. I mean, our life is hard in the mansion, hey? We really struggled. <laughs> no, oh, we didn't. <laughs> by the pool. Um, and also, we, we, as brown girls, would be doing each other's hair as well, actually plaiting little plaits. Oh, yeah. Helping yeah. each other um, preempt the cocktail parties because brown girl here, woo, she likes to be naughty. And <laughs> she doesn't look entire like job on its own. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we would definitely do each other's hair and really talk and get to know each other. And, you know, I guess it's an upside and a downside that I definitely feel. Um, I left the house, you know, knowing the women more than I knew Mark because I had so much time with them. Yeah. yeah. But also not a downside because Melissa, love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, girl. I miss you. <laughs> did you, so I mean we did speak to Melissa a little bit about this before we started recording, but did you guys enjoy the clean break away from your phone and social media during your time in the mansion? Because obviously it's taken away from you, right? Yeah, it was a a tough one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was really struggling with not being able to check my emails because um, of my business and that sort of thing. So I was kind of like really struggling with that. But otherwise, like social media, I take regular social media breaks. So I I was totally chilled with not having having that. I just miss being able to talk to my my family regularly since they're always always there for me. And I always really just like love talking to them. And they're such a great voice of reason for me when I'm stressed out. So I miss that quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. Same for me. I mean, I talk to my sister every single day. Like, no matter what she's doing, she'll have something to share with me, and I'll have something to share with her. So, in terms of social media, um, I do use my Instagram a lot as more of a creative outlet. 
than a, you know, oh, look at me, I'm doing yeah. this here. It's more like very <laughs> And like I record water droplets and stuff. So <laughs> miss that creative outlet. Um, yeah. Knowing the time. I don't know why, but knowing the time really like, oh, you yes. feel, you know, safe and in control. But when you don't know the time, you're looking at the sun and you're like, hmm, it's noon, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we gave up a lot for that, for that man, eh? We really did. We really did. Well, before we pop on to the next question, uh, Melissa, you mentioned you have your your own business. So, what what business is that? The jewelry design. Yeah. So my business is called Urban Afro Concept, and it kind of developed out of me doing a bit of fashion blogging, like micro blogging on Instagram, and I kind of just evolved my um, design talent from there. I I was very Okay, I still am very obsessed with earrings. I love um, earrings. I can't leave the house without wearing a pair of earrings. I just feel naked if I don't. So I just started making my own earrings and eventually got family and friends who really liked what I was making, asked if they could buy from me. I said, yeah, sure, why not? Just started like, making it more like on a bigger scale and just kind of grew from there. So now I make necklaces, I make bangles, I make bracelets, and I'm still still learning. Awesome. Um, do you have a, a Instagram page that people could find you on if they wanted to check out your designs? Yeah, so you can find Urban Afro Concept on Instagram. You can find it on Facebook. I have oh a Twitter account for it, but it's um, it's not very active at the moment. But I mostly sell my jewelry from my website as well. So again, it's Urban Afro Concept. So you can just literally type it into Google. It'll come up and yeah, you get to buy the jewelry from there. And also you get to see the designs too. Fantastic. Okay, next question is on to Dave. Awesome. We'll include all of that in the show notes as yeah. well, of course. So dying to know, so what was your favorite moment? You know, looking back across the show, I guess you've got stuff that happened on camera, off camera. But Melissa, coming to you first, what, yeah. what do you look back on as your favorite moment? So aside from the one-on-one -on -one time that I spent with Mark, I would say that my ultimate favorite moment was just the first night that I walked into the mansion and I just saw all these incredible women around me, just these beautiful, beautiful women in these beautiful dresses. Everybody was just cheering and everyone was see, seemed so happy to see each other and to meet each other. And for me, it was just a very beautiful moment because I was very worried that coming into it, I wouldn't really meet anyone I would click with or there'd be quite a few mean girls, but there was just nothing but love and warmth and just great, great energy. Gosh, it must've felt so surreal. It really did. Like, I just, I had no idea where I was going. I was told to walk in this direction and that direction. And I was just, <laughs> I didn't know, I had to take everything in. It was just so overwhelming. But yeah, it was really great to just meet all of those incredible ladies that I got to spend this, this time with and to be on this journey with. Lovely. Awesome. And Anissa? Um, well, yes, um, I definitely feel like my personal favorite moment in the house yeah, it was definitely, um, for some reason, I really enjoyed the poker. Was it Blackjack? What, what, what were we playing, Melissa? Blackjack. That was a great night. That I was really great enjoyed night. that night just because, like, it was just so much fun. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like this rich queen and on the table, <laughs> even though I was losing terribly. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know why it always stands out to me when I think back. I'm like, oh, yes, goals. Um, definitely, I definitely loved um, our general just time together. I mean, I, I, yeah, everything for me was generally just really great. And of course, we had our, our low moments, but we were there for each other. So, yeah. yeah. 
Beautiful. <laughs> so going on from that, I mean, you said that, you know, you're all there for each other and stuff. So who do you think that you connected most with in the house? We'll, we'll ask you first, Aniso. Oh, my goodness. Definitely Mulesa. Hey. <laughs> right back at you. Yeah. Mulesa, you can't choose another girl now. <laughs> no pressure. No Mulesa. pressure whatsoever. Mulesa, Ian, and Tamron. I was just so in awe of Tamron when she walked in with her um, Doc Martin kind of boots and a truck and just I was just like soldier girl is here Woo, girl yeah. element. <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa is there anyone else you did connect with well I mean of course Miss Queenie Sol Van Dam <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> I like go without mentioning her of course not because I'm under pressure but because I really genuinely <laughs> love her and because she was like our auntie in the house so I have to shout out like my girl you were the auntie in the house so yeah I appreciate you 100% also connected with um, with Jillian, of course, Pasha. <laughs> with yeah. everyone knows about that. <laughs> with Pasha, <laughs> with um, with Tamron, and I also really enjoyed spending time with with Steph as well. Like Steph is just she's just so adorable and just you know so sweet. And you know I just I really just loved being around her, being in her space. I really also enjoyed um, like being around Karushka as well quite a bit. We had our, our first group date together so like, I really enjoyed spending time with her she was lots of fun lovely okay that's cool and uh, you know do you think actually I'd made the comment to Jade because this is the first Bachelor I've I've watched so you know I'd, I've not seen all of the I know it's got a big history and everything and so it seemed a bit strange to me initially that those you know these 22 lovely uh, young ladies after this one dude but you know Good for the dude, I guess. But it seemed to me, after watching a couple of episodes, it was more about the friendships in the house, to be honest, than the actual bachelor himself. So do you think you've you've kind of made these friends for life and, you know, uh, will continue to reach out to all the different girls that you've connected with? I'll Who's go to Caniso first. Caniso. <laughs> yeah. That's how I said it, isn't it? No. <laughs> Maybe okay where there wasn't one, but still, I'm giving you these ten out, ten out of ten for effort. Yeah. <laughs> um. So awesome. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I definitely feel like, you know, it's it's such a strange thing because I feel like in this day and age we um we curate our friendships a lot. Um. We meet people through people we already know and already like, and yeah. Um. I'm thrown into the situation with 21 other women who I have no idea who they are, where they're from and what they're doing. And, you know, it's, it, it kind of reminds you that you have to give other people a chance, people who aren't your go-tos to get to know them and welcome them into your life. And, you know, even foster love for them. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love you guys. As I left, like years <laughs> twofold were because of Mark. And because of the ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I suppose we have Mark to thank for kind of bringing us all together. You know, we, we were all there, you know, for him essentially, but then we got to spend so much time with each other and really got to learn from each other and understand who we all are. And so 
it's great to be able to just like you know connect with the, with the girls like that and we really did form some very strong bonds we really spent so much of our time together getting ready together you know crying together laughing together fighting with each other occasionally so i think that sort of like breeds that familiarity and just you know it helps you just really connect and form a really strong bond and again because it's such a weird situation that you're in i mean dating one guy with 21 other incredible women is so strange and so abnormal so i think even that also kind of brought us together too like nobody else really would understand what it's like to be in this situation apart from the other women that i got to share this experience with yeah mm-hmm. so that all that being said then is there anything, Melissa, um, that you would have done differently to win over Mark's heart? So I don't think I could have done anything else apart from what I did, which was just to be myself. Um, yeah. I just wanted to you know, showcase my authentic self. You know, I wanted Mark to get to know who I am as a person in many different types of circumstances. I wasn't really you know, trying to do anything else but just that. So I don't think I could have done anything else differently. I have no regrets about the whole process, and I'm happy that I did did it that I did what I did and conducted myself the way that yeah, I conducted myself you were you're so elegant and poised throughout the whole time on the show it was lovely to watch oh thank you so much everyone keeps saying that I, I could never really picture I keep on thinking of myself as just this like weird kid who likes to play like video games <laughs> on the weekend so it's like I don't everyone every time someone says that I just get I'm so I'm so flattered <laughs> thank you for saying that <laughs> And uh, what about you, honey? So is there anything you would have done differently to win over Mark's heart? Um, um, I can definitely say that there's nothing I would have done differently. I literally have no regrets in general. Um, Yeah, I was entirely myself and I'm still that person. So even if I had a do-over, I know I would make the same decisions that I made and would have, you know, felt the way that I felt during that time. Um, how how did you feel about you know him questioning you with the you know wondering if you were putting on a bit of an act I mean we we were speaking earlier about this last episode and I was saying you know I think you're just a very vibrant theatrical person which doesn't mean you're acting at all I mean you know that's the thing about being an actress it merely disinvalidates your genuine um, sense of self and your you know your real reactions and your real um, way that you present yourself. And yeah, yeah I am a boisterous, bubbly person. And I think the idea that we must all be the same is terribly boring. Um, mm-hmm. And it really erases people like me who, you know, this is who I am. And I've, and I've fought so many critics of this person my whole life. Um, being told you know you have ADD or ADHD or whatever um and those things you know really hold you back and make you not want to be yourself and then Um, I woke up one morning I was like you know what this is not working for me I need to be me and take it or leave it (laughs) yeah you were you were definitely a favorite on the show for sure for I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> but so um just one last thing um for you honey so is um so you're an actress what what else have you been in is it anything we would know or i would know because um obviously dave's never been to south africa <laughs> oh dave you need to come and practice that that's that click over here man 
Yeah, <laughs> I've not I've not been yet. I, I'm sure I'll be across at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I was in this um, web series called the Foxy Five, which was basically okay. a group of five intersectional feminist superheroes fighting the patriarchy and gender based violence. Um, and I really wow. enjoyed that. That was my love project, and it was during the Fees Must Fall movements, really standing up to you know ideas of my generation and who we should be and how we should act and how we should receive education. So that that's was awesome. Um, and the rest of them have just been a lot of ads, um, which has been great because then I get to be somebody else <laughs> and <laughs> you know, really explore other people's emotions and. Yeah, my two favorite ones were um, one for Pandora and one for another brand where I had to be nine months pregnant. So that was wow. really great. And I used that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used um, a picture from one of the shoots as an April Fool's joke on my family. <laughs> and my brother was ready to, to beat up whoever the guy was. And it was so great. Oh, my God. Yeah, so <laughs> I really love the roles that I've done. And yeah, but modeling for me has been my first kind of occupation. And then secondly has been my acting. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you in some more things now You now the series is finishing up and, and I'm sure the phone will be ringing. Now, we've been focused on Mark there and, you know, if there's any kind of things you'd do differently. But but what about just being in and around the girls? Is there anything that you would have done differently? Any regrets about just outside of the time with Mark? Sure. Hmm. That's quite a question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> So I must admit, with all the reality stuff, I I love the drama. To be honest, so you know, just wondering about some of the things that might have happened on camera, off camera. I mean, generally, just like when you mentioned um, um, Andaline painting and talking about you know what we do when the camera's not rolling. Well, the fact that you saw Andaline painting means the camera was rolling, and it definitely was rolling. Yeah. You know, true. <laughs> Um, for me going to the loo thank you <laughs> um, but yeah I think really what you get is what you see what happened um, yeah. and yeah. I think in me myself you know I've learned so many lessons um, about how I react to things how I don't react to things how I you know speak to people about how I feel and these I feel like are very like personal lessons that I can take forward with me. But yeah, yeah the cameras were always rolling. There was no way to hide. That's really actually cool. really quite good to hear because one of the questions I always have in my mind with the reality yeah. stuff is, are we seeing a, a true representation of what's happening or are we watching a story? You know, Are we watching things that are taken out of context maybe and building up uh, a, a narrative that isn't representative so the fact that you think it's mm -hmm. it, what you see is what is how it was is is brilliant mm -hmm. to be honest oh yeah they did a really good job at not turning off those cameras <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> what about you melissa yeah i mean i have to agree as well like all of the the drama that you see was you know in my opinion a com completely organic and I mean, considering what the circumstances we were under, 
we're all very different women. We're all, you know, from very different walks of life. So we were bound to clash. We were bound to have our differences. And I think those came through very clearly on, on camera with the campus, like, like Denise was said, they were always rolling. So those moments were all like all our best moments. And I think all of our, you know, not so great moments were all captured adequately. I feel. Yeah, man, I'm not so best moments, especially. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that. And setting off to my double root canal. <laughs> that was so cute. I, oh. I guess that that leads us on to the last question. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Please proceed. All right. So obviously we know that the show has ended a while ago. You guys know the outcome of what's happened, I assume. Uh, so, but we don't. So for us and the other watchers out there that might be tuning in to listen to us, who do you think at this stage with the four final girls is the perfect girl for Mark and why? Uh, we'll, we'll go for you first, Moniso. Well, I would definitely say, you know, kind of from my observations, because, um, you know, I was there and would, you know, see interactions or see looks and body language. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely say that I'm voting for, for Jillian to be the girl who um, wins Mark's heart. Um, I mean, he, he pulled a great stunt for Jilly and a shocker for all of us <laughs> when he pulled out that necklace. At a cocktail yeah. party, we were wow, just like, yeah. "What?" That was so out of the blue, and that for me, in my in my eyes, you know, in terms of the dates they've been on, and you know, just the positive conversation that they have all the time, mm. I was like, "Yeah, I, I I wouldn't not see those two together." And plus, I'm definitely voting for brown baby celebrities in South Africa. <laughs> 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 Woo! And a beautiful, beautiful set of babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Melissa? Yeah, so I think I'd have to agree as well. I what I like about Jillian is that she's like the perfect combination between like sweet and sassy. You know, she's very genuine and so sincere and so kind and so loving and caring. But she will tell you when she's not happy about something that you've done. She will literally tell you to your face and she does not mince her words. And I really hope that that is a trait that Mark sees in her and comes to appreciate. I don't know if he will. I'm hoping that he will because, you know, Jillian is definitely, you know, she's such a gem and she was cheering everybody on throughout the entire process and at one point expected to actually cheer for herself. And I think a lot of people tended to underestimate her and kind of see her as not very threatening, but she has so many amazing qualities that, you know, people maybe didn't pick up on or didn't get to really appreciate. And, you know, I think Mark would would be in good hands if he picked her. Yeah, and you you can see that side of her really coming out in these later episodes, especially this last one, you know, how he's saying that she she holds so many of the qualities he's looking for, you know, the humbleness, the kindness. They, I mean, again, like like you said, you know, she may not have seemed so threatening in the beginning, but all along she has been friendly towards everyone, as far as I can see, pretty drama-free, and she just seems like an absolutely lovely girl. She really is. And she keeps it 100. She doesn't, she, she doesn't play games with anyone. She's very straightforward. And if she, no, if she genuinely likes you, you know that she genuinely likes you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. I think that's all the questions answered for this. I know we haven't released the episode, Jade, but just saying, I think that's who I predicted as well. So, you know, just yeah. putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Dave, Dave reckons that Jillian is the, the winner. 
he thinks it's going to come down to Mauricia and Gillian, and Gillian's going to take take the winnings. Oh, hashtag Gillian. Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll hashtag that when we upload this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's been lots of fun. I really appreciate you giving up your time. I know you're incredibly busy right after the episode's aired and just wish you all the best luck in the future. And again, thanks very much for speaking. Thank you so much. All right, have a good day and uh, be safe during lockdown. Thank you. Yep. And, you know, really, um, thank you so much for you spending time with us too um, and giving us another chance to share our side of things um, that happen. Yeah, agreed. Um, So, yeah, I mentioned to, to the PR lady, we, we don't want any any drama to come from this. We we just want to know what it's like in you know in the mansion. The Bachelor is something I've loved for so many years, and to be able to get into your into your shoes is just fascinating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just I'm so happy that I was able to chat to you guys and find out a little bit more about the process. Sure, thanks, Jade, and really thank you for trying to say my name, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem at all. Alrighty. We, um, oh, I guess we won't see you again because uh, you're not on the show anymore, sadly. But hopefully this won't be the last time we chat. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Have not. a good day, Feather. Thanks <laughs> right, to you then. guys. Great chatting Bye with now. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.